So not all of our compositions are going to be styled and considered like this, of course. There's so much inspiration for imagery in our everyday lives and uncovering it and capturing it is one of the most satisfying and exciting parts of Instagram for me. You'll find there's a lot said about Instagram and authenticity. I'm sure you've seen this, how we're all living these glossy PR controlled lives via our social media these days and it's a terrible thing for mankind. And it's quite popular to hate on and to pour scorn on anyone who is kind of curating their Instagram accounts. But my response is this. When you get dressed in the morning, do you always wear the very first outfit you try? Even if it looks bad or you notice it's got a stain on it or it needs ironing. And if you don't, does that mean you're fake? Or when you chat to your colleagues about the weekend and miss out, don't mention the big argument you and your husband had the previous night, does that mean you're being inauthentic? I think we have always edited our lives to fit in and to present our best selves to try and control how we appear to the world. With social media and Instagram, we have an opportunity to explore this and to test our boundaries and find a new normal that feels safe. It's no more dishonest to me than hoovering before your mother calls round or how my grandma used to polish her front doorstep to make the neighbours think that she kept a good house. And I can't tell you the satisfaction you can get from looking over your week or over your month or back over the past year and knowing that however bad things got, you always found the beautiful moments in between. So what are your favourite parts of the day? Forget for a moment the struggles and the parts you might dislike and focus instead on the tiny things that bring you a little rush of joy. What do they look like? You'll find a magic in the mundane worksheet in your workbook and you can begin to list them down here. So for example, my list right now would be things like the little drawings my daughter doodles in the steam on the windows in our kitchen and bathroom. I have a new white espresso maker that just looks beautiful when I put it on the agar and it starts to puff out steam. I love lighting a candle at my desk before I start work. As I record this, the dog is curled up at my feet and he looks adorable. I got a beautifully wrapped package this morning that was a joy to open. I love the part of the day when I turn on the fairy lights in the kitchen window and it kind of lights up the room. Making a creative mess this week with my friends for an Instagram photo shoot and reading a really good book I'm reading at the moment and taking notes in a really beautiful new notebook I have. So your list could be completely different. It probably should be. And maybe you live a completely different life to me. And your joy might come from crafting or from your interiors or from food or from family or from pets. Or maybe it's harder for you. Maybe you are living in a house that you hate, which I have been there. And maybe you're struggling to make ends meet. There's no new nice things, which I have been there too. Maybe the best part of your day right now is sitting down with a big plate of toast and watching reruns of grand designs i have very specifically been there and that's fine that's perfect that is still a story that needs to be told and it's your story to tell if you find your list is too short and you're not entirely sure why then it might be that you are pushing back all of your joy to lower priority i find this is really common especially for women especially for mothers so many of us spend our days fulfilling everyone else's needs first and keeping our wishes at the bottom of the list. So if your life is lacking in these simple joyful moments and this list is filling you with despair, make another list now of some ideas you can start to add back in. Not for me, not for this class, not for Instagram. Just do it for your own sanity and quality of life because it is not selfish to want to enjoy your life a little bit. It's the only one you get, probably. I'm not sure on that, but I think so. 
Now, look at the list. Hopefully you found some moments in your day and think about how many of these could be a photograph. I believe that with a bit of creativity, we can translate almost anything visually. And then if you can add in a caption to bring some extra context, you've suddenly got a tiny story. You've got this narrative of your daily life that only you can capture and share and save. Now that exercise is adapted from my book, Hashtag Authentic. So if anyone's thinking it sounds familiar, I wanted to share it with you here because I think it's a really nice way of creating content without feeling like you have to fake it. But everything else I'm sharing with you here is exclusive to the Insta Retreat. So once you've begun to tune into these moments in your life around you, I think it kind of becomes a treasure hunt in your daily life to find them. I'm going to share with you then a few tips and suggestions now to help you translate these moments into the images you've got in your head and how you can start to capture those fleeting butterfly moments of magic that might happen in the day. So tip one is to just let it be. My favorite images have some sort of story to tell. It's that moments not thing. So it's the abandoned slippers on the living room floor. It's the crazy croissant crumbs and coffee rings that we left after a Sunday breakfast. I find if I resist the urge to tidy and fake perfection in my photographs, then the beauty of the everyday gets to shine through. Next, look for the light. Often the best and the most magical photo moments happen when I just follow the sunlight around my house like a cat. So look for interesting shadows and shapes, look for rainbows and sparkles and flares and maybe some glow. Just ignore all the rules you've ever heard and play around. And if you're shooting with your phone, you'll find it's actually amazingly good at this. Focus in on the details you're going to forget. I love the quote by Pearl S. Book who says, the true wisdom of life consists in seeing the extraordinary in the common. So look at your day with an eye for the details. Like 20 years from now, what's going to take you back here? What are the things that you really want to hold on to? The tiny things that are going to take you straight back. It's probably not the posed photo of your daughter smiling by a blank wall, but it might be the way her hair curls at the back of her neck when she's in a steamy bath. It might be her favorite drinking cup in those tiny, tiny hands at dinner. Or it could be the way like her coat hangs up by the door. If you capture these moments now, you get to hold on to them forever. And if you want to share those moments, which by the way, you don't have to, but if you do, they're likely to conjure up feelings like that in other people too unexpected beauty so it's easy to take a pretty photo of something pretty but what do you do when there's nothing obviously photogenic around if you can tune out the subject matter and focus just on the composition so look for symmetry look for shape look for patterns and look for the beauty in things that we tend to dismiss as ugly like colorful graffiti or decaying buildings or the way the weeds have spread I love how peeling paint can tell us so much about a building's history, all those layers of time if you just stop and really look. Look for contrast. There's something so magical, I think, about a visual juxtaposition, like colourful balloons stuck in a dead winter tree, or a man dressed in like full Dickensian clothing who's walking down a busy city street. Those are both examples of things I've just stumbled across. And if you forget the idea of a perfect photo and simply aim for an interesting one with surprises, you can get some really beautiful, memorable shots. Look through the frame. So if you're in doubt, framing the picture on your camera screen or on your smartphone is a really great way to tune out the distractions and see exactly what's in front of you. Like just walking around your home, looking at the screen for navigation. My friend Hannah Bullivan came to shoot my house. She's an interior stylist and she came with a photographer to shoot it for a magazine. And she recommended this approach. She said she gets all clients to do it to get their homes ready for the shoot. 
She says it helps you to see your everyday space with fresh eyes and spot what a new person might notice, which I think is so brilliant. And finally, get inspired. Start an inspiration scrapbook, start a Pinterest board, seek out Instagram or Flickr accounts or Pinterest accounts to follow that showcase a range of photography that you're not seeing on your everyday home feed. Maybe you want to subscribe to a brilliant magazine. The truth is that what we consume influences what we create. So choose what influences you want to be consuming mindfully. And if in doubt, just pay attention to whatever draws your eye. If something's interesting enough to make you look twice, then it's probably worth taking a shot. And sometimes that photo works out, sometimes it doesn't. But the more you play around, the more you try, the better you get tuning into all of those everyday opportunities around you.